0: rindur charan saroj charaj nij sudhari varnau raghuvara bemalajasu jo dayak phalchari muntheen sumiro pavana kumar bal dehu mohi Harhu Kalish Bikar Jai Hanuman Gyan Gunsagar Jai Huloka Ujagar Ramadut Atulit Baladhama Anjani Putra Pavan Sutnama Mahabir Bhikram Bajarangi Kumati Nivar Sumatike Sangi kanchan biraj subesa kanan Kanan-kundal-kunchit-kesa bantra audhvaja biraj गोधे मूज जनेहू साचे शंकर सुवन केसरी नंदन तेज प्रताप महा जग बंधन विद्यावान गुडी चातुर राम काज करबे को आतुर प्रभु चरित्र सुनिबे रसिया राम लखन सी तामन बसिया, सुक्ष्म रूप धरि दिखावा, बिकट रूप धरि लंक जरावा, भीम रूप धरि असुर सभारे, राम चंद्र के काज सवारे। लाई सजीवनी लखन जियाई, शेर गुबेर हरशी उर लाई। रघुपति कीनी बहुत बढाई तुम मम प्रिय भरता ही सांभाई सहस बदरतो बड़ो जसे गावे अस कहीं श्रीपति काट्ठ लगावे सन का दिक्क ब्रह्मादि मुनी नारद सारद सहित अही सा जब कुबेर दिक्क पाले चाहते कभी कौबिद कही सके कहते तब उपकार सुप्रीव ही खीधा राम मिलाय राजपत दीधा तुम रो मत्र बिभीषण माना लांकेश्वर भै सब जग जाना जुक सहस्त्र जो जन पर भानू नील्यो ताही बधुर फल जानू प्रभु बुत्रिका पली बुखवाहि जलदी लागी गय अचरज नाहि दुर्गाब काज जगत के जेते सुग अनुक्रह तु भरे ते ते राव दुवारे तो बरखवारे होत द आग्या बे दुपै सब सुख लहे तु भादी शरण तो वरक्षक काहू को डर आपद तेज सवारो आपे तीनो लोक हाक ते कापे भूत पिशाच ने कट नही आवे बाहाबीर जब नाव सुनावे तासे रोग हरे सब पीरा जपत दिरा तर हाडू बत भीरा सग कटे हाडू बाद छुड़ावे बाद और बनोरत जो कोई लावे, सोई आबित जीवन फल पावे, चारो जुग परताप तुभारा, है परसेद जगत उजियारा। Sādhu Satt ke Tum Raghwari Asura Nikadana Rām Rabadulari, Ashta Siddhila wa Nidhi ke Data Aspar Deen Jaan ke Bata Rām Rasaayan Tumhre Paasa Sadaar Ho Raghupati ke Daasa Tumhre Bhajan Rām ko Paave Jada, jada, wake, duke, beseravi. At the kaleragubar purjai. Jahajad bahari bhakta kahai. Or they were dharahi. Hadubata say he served a sukha karehi. Sagat kate beta sabira. Josu bere, hadubata balabira. jai haduba the gosai. प्रपा करो हो गुरु देव की दाई, जो सत्वार पाट कर कोई, छूटा ही बाद्दी बहा सुक होई, जो यह पढ़े हनुबान चली सा, होए सिद्ध साखी को री सा, तुलसी दास सदा हरी चेरा, की जैगात हर दैबाडेरा, पवतरे सकट हरण बगल बूरती रूप राब लखद सीता सहित रदै बसो सुर भूप सियावर राब चद्र कीचे पवद सुत हरू बाल कीचे O Bapati Bahadev ki jai. Bolo Rebhai, sab satan ki jai. jai Shri Ram. Jai Shri Krishna. We have completed, or we are trying to, we have been trying to analyze, and we have done till verse number 36. Right? Last week, we did... We worked on verse number 36. We talked about different kinds of Atatais, right? Different kind of villains. And these villains not only exist outside, but they exist inside us also. So all these six, we have to watch out for and gradually distance ourselves from these. And we also understood That what happens is the resistance that we see when we are dealing with our inner desires and inner vices or uh, all our inner habits, there is a justification for that habit that we do, right? We normally defend what our habits are. We are going to understand it further now. So we talked about false rationalization of the devotees sense enslaved reasons, right? When we falsely rationalize and reason to protect our sensual desires, happens all the time. So now we are going on with verse number 37. Today we'll do three verses. We'll start working on three verses simultaneously because uh, they're all interlinked and we might take two sessions depending on how it goes. Let's see. So verse number 37. Sorry, my throat. Das ba hantum. Dhartha rashtran swa baadhavan. Swa janam hi katham hatva. Sukina kritam dosham. Mitra drohe katham naaye geyamasmaabhi papadasmana vartitum ko lakshaye kritam dosham papashyat bhir so the gist is in the verse number 37 he is actually saying ki because these are are Swajan, right? These are our relatives. They are not worth killing. It does not justify killing our relatives, our friends, and our madhavs. And plus, how will we derive any happiness? By destroying our relations, our friends. There is no scope of happiness by killing the people we love right. So that is what Arjun is saying and he has been saying the same thing for how many verses now he started justifying all this in verse number 28 right and till verse number 37 he is saying that because they are our relations it is not right O Madhav O Krishna to destroy them. Right? And later on he says they might be blinded by greed, right? Because even though they are lobi they are greedy, they want the kingdom, they want our riches, they want our wealth, right? And this lobe or greed has covered their eyes. They can't see. Now he's taking it a step further. That by this war. There will be a destruction. Kul ka shaye ho jayega. That means the kul will be destroyed. Kul ka shaye. Kul ka destruction. The entire clan will be wiped out. And and not only this. And it is a mitra dhroh. We are going against our clan. The entire kul is going to get wiped out. Plus it's a mitra dhroh. How can we go against our mitra? So I can see it. But they have been blinded by lobe. Lob is greed. And that is blinding their vision. Hence they cannot see anything. Yet we should have pity on them. Because they can't see the right from the wrong. They can't see adharma. And the difference between adharma and dharma. We should actually have pity on them. And what does he say again? Kathab da ye bas bavihi pa padas ba da vartito. Kolak shaya kritam dosham. Prapashya bhirchar And he's saying, But I can. But I can see. Dosho kuthi tik jagne vale ham log. Right? He's saying, We are the people. In the first verse, he's saying, because of greed, they cannot see the destruction of the kul. Kul ka shaye ho jayega. Bitro se droho ho jayega. And yet they are going on because they are blinded. Right? Ignorance is bliss as we say. They can't see hence. They are they are going ahead with it. But we can. We know the repercussions of this war. We know the... It is like a... You can see, you know, the far-sightedness as to what is ha- going to happen as a result of this war, When the clans are going to be destroyed, where <coughs> so much of suffering is going to follow because so many people in the battlefield won't remain anymore. And we know the repercussions, yet if we go on Shri Krishna, Shri Madhav, is it right? So, it is said, right? Agar galati se galati ho jati hai, it is okay. But knowingly, if you commit a sin, knowing the repercussions, if you go on to do something wrong, it is a greater sin. So, for once, we can forgive them because they are blinded by greed. But we cannot let ourselves take this step further. Just imagine. Now he's taken the justification, not only the swajin, now he saying, Krishna, it is not that I am attached to them, that is why I'm saying so and so things. I am looking at the repercussions of the war. I can see a future calamity, heads I do not want to fight. Beautiful, isn't it? Don't we all do that? We in all these three verses, we can see that he is saying that they are doing wrong, the war is wrong, yet they have so and so flaws in them. Hence their vision is blinded. So over here he is saying that mm-hmm. and greed is dangerous, isn't it? Greed is really, really very dangerous because once you have a desire to have more. There is no stopping you. And whatever comes your way in your accomplishments, comes in the way of your accomplishments, would you stop and give it a thought? That is why we always say, don't be passionate. It is good to have a goal. It is good to work towards a goal. But a passionate person becomes blind. Because then the Vivek is lost. What is Vivek? The ability to discriminate between right and wrong. So over here he is saying They have lost their vivek We have our vivek Then why should we Actually Do what is right and guide them They are not working with vivek So what happens to our vivek Vivek Our power of discrimination Gets lost because of The vices They are Kaam, Krodh, Moh, Lob, Ehankar, Badh, Matsariya. These are the... And many more. These are the vices. And because of that, our discriminative power, right? Where we can see clearly. We can analyze. We can actually decide whether we should actually go ahead with this action or not. For instance, suppose you suddenly get angry, Right? And there is a row of agar and you start shouting at whoever is in front of you right and all negative things come out of our mouth and when the anger subsides our Vivek comes to light again we realize that we have said so much which was not needed at all which probably was not there in our hearts it might have there's there somewhere a subconscious mind because mind you, nothing comes out of your mouth by mistake. Whatever comes out of your mouth is there somewhere in your being. Immediately you were not running through those feelings. You had those feelings of and all but you were not like it. Then you'll say, oh my God. Because of anger, no, right? I was blinded by anger a big crimes happen because of this that fit of anger and then when you realize you realize that a hideous crime has been done a fit of lust come a fit of greed and in that moment of greed lust and anger a person gets so blinded that he does what he would have ideally not done with his rational mind. So that rational mind, the vivek in him gets covered. Now vivek can never go away. We all have this discriminative power in us. We all have vivek. The only issue is many a times we let it lie covered in a corner. Why? Because it is very... It is uncomforting. It takes you off your comfort zone because if you start thinking up rationally about each and everything you do, I assure you half of the things would not be done. Yes, use your discriminative power, your rational thinking, your vivek when you go out shopping. Trust me, half of you would come home empty handed because your vivek, your discriminative power. Right? Will tell you that there is enough. Nothing more needs to be got, only the essentials are needed. Why are we going on a shopping spree? Right? Or why this anger outburst and these burst outbursts of anger? If we are able to keep a distance of ten seconds between opening our mind and anger those negative words will never come out. Why? Because we have given our vivek time to talk to us and talk us out of it. Telling us that Nothing is solved by anger. Nothing will happen. Nothing. You have done so much. Just by five minutes of harsh words, all your efforts will be wiped out. Keep quiet. That's why we say, right? Whenever you're getting angry, just walk out of the room. Go away. Drink a glass of water, count till 10. Don't come back to the same spot because that same spot is already energized with anger. Many a times you must have realized when a person is shouting, he will come back again and again and again and again to the same spot and shout because that spot has become energized by anger and it is pulling that person again and again. And for that person who is able to give 10 seconds, a drink of water. Three deep breaths. Before opening the mouth. Will those harsh words ever come out? Die. That is all that is there. And that is what Arjuna is saying. What Arjun over here is saying is not wrong. He is saying. Ki they are blinded by lobe. Because of lobe. They want everything for us. It's a vritti. V- lobe greed is a tendency right just like being a miser is a tendency being extremely greedy is also a tendency and somehow these tendencies are very active in us and when we start to justify people actually become very defensive we become defensive when our habits are being touched upon now over here he say they are blinded because of lobe right they want the kingdom, they want the riches, they wanted everything. They are blinded by all the vices, their vivek is not talking. But what Arjun, very good, nothing wrong in what he's saying. But what Arjun is forgetting is that just by looking at other people's vices, right, he has forgotten that he himself is blinded by something. And what is it? It is attachment. Boha. Delusion. He is totally deluded. Past 10 verses, we have realized that all he can say is by family, by friends, by relatives. He is blinded. He is totally blinded by what? Attachment. His Vivek is also not working. So that is why I say don't judge. The minute you realize that you are also blinded by so many vices, you would stop spending time analyzing and judging other people. So Arjun over here is rightly saying that they are blinded by lobe. There is nothing wrong in the statement, but he forgets while making the statement that he himself is blinded by what attachment. He has been saying that I don't want the Trilog Karaj, I don't want Hastinapur. I don't want any riches. I don't even want any land. I will go away back to the jungle and live. So he's saying, I don't have any kamna. I don't have any ego. What is it? I don't have any jealousy. I don't have any anger towards them anymore. I'm not angry with them. I pity them. Very good. But you have eliminated, very good. These are the negative vices, which are evident, isn't it? We can say jealousy is bad, anger is bad. We will say that greed is bad, right? Violence is bad. Because from the very beginning, our mind has been conditioned to see these as negative. However, our mind has not been conditioned to see attachment as negative. Our mind has not been conditioned to see delusion as negative. So over here, he has listed a number of vices. Vices. He is saying they are blinded whereas he does not know that he is also blinded. He is also not thinking with discrimination or vivek. What is blinding him is delusion, attachment and Bhav, bauta mere log, mere Pitabaha, bere baba, mere swasur, mere sab me my blood my friends and very clearly Arjuna say had they not been related to me it would have been a different matter right in verse number 37 is saying these people are related to me they are my swajan they are my kutumbi they are my clan okay Hence, I can't destroy them. Had they been somebody I did not know, it would have been a different matter. So, is his thinking rational? When superficially looked at, yes. But when we go into the depth of it, no. What is talking? Moha, delusion, vatsaryam, babta attachment. Attachment is not love. And attachment, if you have love, these kinds of arguments would not come. He is talking about attachments. He is talking through attachments and his reasoning is flawed. Why? Because what was the basis of the war? The basis of the war was Dharb Yudh. It is a Yudh between adharb and Dharma. The battle is between adharb and Dharma. It is not a battle between those people and these people. It is not a battle between my Kutumbis or not my Kutumbis or my clan. It is just Adharma and Dharma. Now when this topic comes in place what stance should one take? When even if your blood relation maybe your brother or your sister has committed a crime let's bring it home to understand what Arjun is doing. You say that, yes, a hideous crime has been committed by my brother, okay? And I have the capacity to punish him, right? Because he will harm the other people. He's totally out of control. Yet I am not going to do anything because he's my brother. He's my Kutumbi. It will destroy my family. My parents will be so upset, right? The peace in my family is going to go away. If he would have been somebody else, it would have been a different story. But this is my brother you're talking about. He could be dangerous. He could keep on committing the same crimes again and again. Yet, how can I do anything to my brother? Is that not wrong? When you're talking about dharma, when you're talking about right from wrong, it should not matter who is standing there. Justice has to be served, be it your brother, your sister, your mother. When somebody is wrong, they are wrong. But he is getting pulled. And what will happen in the end? If he lets Duryodhan and uh, his family and all of them rule, a dharma will rule. So it is not about Arjun's big-heartedness. He is becoming a coward. He is not thinking with Vivek puddhi Because he is saying these are my family, let them be, even if it is for the greater bad. He is not thinking about the greater good. So okay. Whose vision is clouded? Both the parties. Their vision is clouded by anger, their vision is clouded by greed. Their vision is clouded by jealousy. Their vision is clouded by calm. But Arjun's vision vision is also clouded. And his vision is clouded by boha, attachment, delusion. And he is also not thinking with Vivek. And most of us don't think about Arjun at all. Don't think about a big folly that we are talking about. Even when we do small things, when we are analyzing people, that is what we do. Rather than working on ourselves and our clouded vision, we keep judging people and working on them. Forgiving them, letting them be. They rationally soch rahe soch rahe hoa, aapko kya pata? Are you thinking rationally? Or you also have a vested disinterest towards that person. Vested anger towards that person. Vested hurt towards that person. And your hurt is talking and judging. Or are you totally unattached and indifferent from a situation. Totally indifferent. Totally unattached. Totally unaffected. mostly. That is why we are saying stop judging. If somebody else is blinded by a conditioned vice... You know, the vices which we consider as vices, we could be blinded by the vices which are not considered as vices, which are considered good. What is it? Why is it considered good? Because from the very beginning, we have been said, This is your brother, you have to take care of him. This is your family, it is your first responsibility. This is attachment, has been said to be accepted, and it is a very good quality. Attachment towards your children is. Considered ultimate. But that is again wrong. So we have to be very very careful. We have to sit down. And actually try and uncondition our mind first. A conditioned mind will always be biased. Why? And again let's take it a step further. The bias will be based on our habits we will justify our habits most of the time because we think that our habits are good and we'll condemn other people's habit, habits because we think their habits are bad you know, there is no point denying this we all go through it every day many times none of us most of the time work through our Vivek. we are just Puppets in the hands of our habits. And that is how we act in this world. Just like Arjun. Condemning people. Where they don't resonate with us. And appreciating people. Who resonate with us. Accepting those who have habits similar to us. Rejecting ruthlessly those. Whose habits do not resonate with us and we will not see the flaws of our children but the same thing done by somebody else's child is a criminal affair isn't it and then the words will come hai, usko nahi Kya hai? and if it is done by your child hai ji. this is just a small example because we are all parents most of us are and this is how we react. So none of us, just like Arjun, use our Vivek most of the times. And this is a very scary situation where we don't work with our Vivek. We are the cause of the chaos we see in this world. We are the cause of the destruction that is happening all around us. Because although we condemn We are not sure about our own errors and this is something which needs to be given a deep 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 thought the battle is ongoing the battle is going on outside and the same battle is going on inside would you like to take it with it now yes let's take it with it don't we justify everything that we do don't we? We'll take two examples here, right? And it'll be easier to understand. So far, we were analyzing everything from the outside. Kaurav the, Arjun the, right? And Arjun is saying, Bolo galat hai, wo log hai. And that is why they are blinded. Agreed. But he has forgotten that he is also blinded. So blind is judging the other blind. The blind is showing the direction to the blind. Where will they go? Into the ditch, isn't it? Arjun is not wrong. See, when we have greed, again, before we go delve deeper, think about it. Why do you relish or why do you really enjoy the car that you have bought or the cars that stand down? Because there is this vice in you called greed. There is this vice in you which compels you to own and hence you can Enjoy a car, can't you? This vice makes you enjoy the car. That is a dosh, Lobe is a dosh they say over here. Same way, why do you want to accumulate and hoard? We were talking about hoarding yesterday also, right? Why is it? Why do we want to have a wardrobe full of clothes? Many people don't even want to repeat their clothes but why because the greed in them this wise greed is enjoying the wardrobe. Now let's assume that there is no greed in us. Will we be tempted to have multiple cars or multiple wardrobes or hoard things There is another vice that works. The wise which likes other people appreciating us. Other people looking up to us. Again, what is being pampered? Isko kya kehte? Ego. Ehankar. When our ehankar gets pampered, we do things so that other people appreciate us. Had you no eh ehankar and if you were not a slave of ego pampering, would you care what other people think? Or would you do what is right for you? If there was no greed, would you pamper your vice called greed by getting multiple things? Or you would just have what is needed. And that is where it starts becoming dry. If we take it further, if we take it within, this is what is happening to all of us. We have innate habits, right? For instance, the beautiful examples, two beautiful examples. First there was a boy, a college going child, right? Who would, was a staunch vegetarian, huh? staunch, means staunch vegetarian, no egg, nothing. However, he had a habit of drinking liquor and smoking. And there was an other friend of his who was a non-vegetarian, yet. He would no matter what, even if hell broke loose, he would not touch liquor or cigarettes. He said those are vices. Now these two boys once were having a deep argument, right They said Tum galat ho. you know this boy said, "You're drinking and smoking, you are actually injuring your health. Such bad habits should be let go. Now the other boy she would not remain quiet. He thought that he is a staunch vegetarian hence he is very good and drinking and smoking are not as bad as eating non-vegetarian food. So he said you although you don't drink and you don't smoke but the harm you cause to the animals around you they are being slaughtered because of your taste buds. Your habits are worth leaving. Drinking and smoking is fairly okay as compared to eating non-veg. And this boy said, oh, come on. Drinking and smoking is destroying you bit by bit. What's the point of being a staunch vegetarian when you cannot stop drinking and eating? Now, kaun sahi hai, kaun galat hai? for this boy who is a non-vegetarian, yet he would never touch uh, liquor or drink. He is right. But at the same time, the person who is a staunch vegetarian... And he eats and uh, he drinks and uh, smokes, he is right. So, what are they defending over here? They are defending their habits. Is one better than the other? No. They are both blinded, they are both conditioned. And Gita over here is asking us to accept our conditioning. We are all an output of our conditioning. We are all an outcome of our upbringing. We are all an outcome of our situations. We are all an outcome of our conditioning. Plus, of course, our samskars and vasanas. But samskars and vasanas, you nahi control one thing. That is a far fetched thing. But conditioning, start with conditioning. Start with neutralizing the conditioning. How do we neutralize the conditioning? Nowadays, you know what the gurus say. When you want to decide what is right, what is wrong, kindly don't even listen to your own conscience because we have killed it long back. (laughs) For all you know, it is only our conditioned mind that is guiding us. Turn to the scriptures. Because as of now, we are all so deluded that we do not have that small conscious right. Which tells us what is right and wrong. It has been long killed by all of us. But Chai Ekoch. It is only our conditioned mind. And we have become slaves of our habits. And that is what these two boys are doing. They are just reasoning. Not according to the truth. But according to their habits. We therefore a reasoning according to our habits and not according to the truth and none of us has a right to judge anybody. Korn sahi hai, korn galat hai, bhai, rehne do, khud ko to sudhar lo pehle. And Gita bol rie hai ki ye maan re ho ya, nahi maan re ho aap. See, unless and until you accept, what is the point of going to chapter 2? Krishna is still not talking. Why is he not talking? Because we are not in the state of accepting. We are, in a, we are in a very vicious cycle of justifying our habits and how do we correct it? How do we get out of this vicious cycle? First, To get out of that vicious cycle, we have to accept that we are in the vicious cycle. We are in delusion. We are blinded. Our vivek has been destroyed. Our conscious has been killed. Until that happens, no amount of gyan, no amount of knowledge, no amount of Gita chanting will go into your mind. Till we feel ki ham sahi hai. So then there is a beautiful saying, we say ham chode rasta sakda. It is not our fault. It is the fault of the road. It is not our fault. It is his fault. This finger pointing has to stop. Turn all your attention inwards. Analyze the self. Arjun's Vishad is this only. He is able to see other people's flaw. But his biggest weakness that is attachment, moha, delusion has actually blinded his thinking. He is condemning their habits, their vices, forgot his own vice. We have to wake up to this. Attachment is also a big vice. Delusion, boha, big vice. And we all are afflicted with it. And unfortunately, attachment is not considered bad in our world. A mother who is attached to the child is considered an ultimate mother. (laughs) You can love your child yet be attached to God and detached from the child. And I think you will do more good to the child if you are not attached. Because you with your vivek are going to make a human out of that boy or a girl. Otherwise, we will make monsters and we can see lots of them roaming around. Why? Baccha hai ji, by giving these mother and children examples because again we can relate to it directly. This, these are our day to day to day to day affairs. So these two boys, who was right, who was wrong? They were both slaves to their habits and they were justifying their habits. And we do not want to leave our habits. Why? Because we are afraid of the vacuum these habits will create. At a point, Arjun reached to a phase where he realized that my bad habits have to be slaughtered. My extra desires, my greed, my sense of enjoyment for every worldly thing has to be eliminated. But at the same time, what arose in him was, my God, vacuum ho jayega. It becomes so boring. If I become a veragi, where I have no interest for anything in this world, where I have my interest for clothes, my interest for people, talking, dancing, my interest for whatever habits I have right now is gone, what will I do? There will be a sheer vacuum. Life is going to become meaningless. We feel, right? If I'm not attached to my children anymore, my life will become meaningless. If I'm not attached to... The things I like the most. I love music. I'm passionate about music. If my attachment towards music goes away, my life is going to become meaningless. That is what Arjuna is say. If my attachment and my passion for running, it is my everything for me That sport, goes away, my, 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 my life is going to become meaningless. If I'm a workaholic, if my attachment towards my work goes away, I'm going to become so bored, my life is going to become meaningless. How will I work? How will I sing? How will I run? How will I take care of my children if those emotions are not there anymore? Huh? If greed is not there, how will I save? I'll give away everything. That's dangerous, and that is what Arjuna is telling. Listen, Krishna. Although we know that these senses are causing a lot of agony, how do the senses cause agony? First, because you want. You work hard. You sacrifice all your life. For what? You slog it out. That is what we do, right? And then we buy a house. And we buy a house with a loan. And then we slog our entire life time to pay that loan. Right? And then we don't have time to even relish that. And by chance we are able to enjoy that house for a while and there is a a certain amount of crisis and that house is taken away from us, again there is agony. So with a lot of trouble, we attend to all our vices. Be it greed, be it anger, be it everything, we attend to it, right? Why? Everything springs out of green. I have suffered a lot. My children should not suffer anymore. And for that, you go through a lot of trouble. For what? Had these vices not been there, if you would have been a content individual, neither would these vices have given you any joy, nor when these things, the material things, if they would have been taken away from you, there won't be any agony. Samta jati hai. There would be an equipoised person standing. So the things won't be using you. You would use the things. If they are there, you would be happy. If they are not there, you would be happy. Full stop. However, we are very agonized. If we don't have something, when we get it, we are momentarily happy. And by chance, if that thing goes away, we are distorted again. Our children, when they are born, we are happy, right? Then we get agonized if our children don't go according to our will. And then we are totally beaten and broken when our children go away. What is speaking? Attachment. One of the vices. Where same thing. And you can say in the similar way. Sit down with a pen and paper and start analyzing the things in your life. And why a particular reaction to a particular thing? And identify what it is. It is an outcome of your habit. It is an outcome of your vice. It is an outcome of your conditioning. Or it is an outcome of your upbringing. Or it is an outcome of your situation. A person who might be deprived initially would crave for more and more because of the fear and insecurity of being deprived again. And this self-analysis, nobody can do for you. to Nobody knows us the way we know ourselves. So Arjun over here is defending. See, I don't want to destroy my vices. I am what I am because of them. So now he is going a step further saying, see, if I destroy my vice, everything related to the vice gets over, right? If I destroy greed, my love for my clothes, my love for my house, my love for my car, my love for my wealth, Goes, right? It is a clan of greed, right? All the things that we possess are not a clan of need, they are a clan of greed. Most of them. Uh, it gets destroyed, then it will be like, you know, life will become meaningless. Niras is a beautiful word. So, he said, can we not do one thing? Krishna, he's talking to himself. Krishna, listen, let's have both operating simultaneously. Both operating simultaneously. And this is something which I have heard from many people, and they keep telling, have a balanced life. Balanced hona chahiye, right? Balanced life. Don't get too carried away by this. Don't get too carried away by that. Have a balanced life. What is a balanced life? if anybody was to ask you what do balanced life? you also balance balanced life? Ka kya see there should be a balance you know most people tell me there should be a balance we are grihastis I don't know why we demean grihastis so much unfortunately we are grihastis we have responsibilities we should be balanced in our approach what are they say? we have to have certain amount of vices in us kaab krod bo lob bhankar bad badsariya kho bhi do and sath me wo thoda bahut puja paath bhi chal right so have a balance let nurture all your vices and then at the same time nurture the spirituality also aisa ho sakta hai kya just imagine putting your feet in two boats one foot here one foot there and sailing through the ocean is it possible it won't possible you will drown neither you will be able to enjoy your vices nor will you be able to enjoy spirituality and God realization so Arjun is saying let's nurture both he is very adamant he says please I love these habits. Without these habits, everything is going to be lost. That is wrong thinking. They will explain it to us later. Don't be so fearful. If all these greed, ego, attachments go away, life will not become meaningless. When attachment goes away, love will come. And love is far more superior than attachment. When ego goes away, that divine self is going to reveal. And that divine self is far more superior than your little ego eye. When greed goes away, your hands will start giving. And the feeling of giving is far more powerful and beautiful than a feeling of taking. Substitution hoga. But... You have to wait. You cannot have both. As we say, have a spiritual base. Sanatana dharma is a way of life. There is not one Sanatana dharma and one my life. Nahi. Adapt to the spiritual life and build your material world on it. A strong spiritual Sanatana dharma base. A beautiful, beautiful, strong foundation and then start building your material world around it. Nobody is asking you to give up your family. Nobody is asking you to give up all your possessions. Nobody is asking you to give up anything and run away to the jungle. Give up this and let Vivek shine Let discrimination shine. Arjuna is resisting it. He says, Let both these be there, operating simultaneously, my vices also and my virtues also. Kya problem hai? They belong to the same family, right? They are the outcome of the same mind, isn't it? all thoughts are the outcome of the same mind so they belong to the same family how can we destroy anything in our own family the vices also come from my mind the virtues also come from my mind the good thoughts so called good thoughts come from my mind the so-called bad thoughts come from my mind they are a family and they need to operate together so first he is defending his habits second he is defending his clan third he is defending that only one has to exist. Both can exist in harmony, he is saying. And this is for us to decide. Can vices and virtues exist in harmony? For instance, you are a diabetic. Ek taraf se you are eating all the sweets. And at the other end, after you finish eating the sweets, you take insulin. chalega? Is it right? Being a highly diabetic person, You gulp down all the sweets in the world, all the food that is supposed to be not eaten. You don't do your exercises and workouts and walking. And after that, whenever you need, you take shots and shots and shots of insulin. Isn't it going to weaken your system? Think about it. Think about it. It will weaken your system. It will weaken your existence. It will weaken you. And then he goes on a little further and he says, ki let both exist simultaneously, it's very, very, very dangerous, let both exist simultaneously. So we understood, from the outer perspective, he is judging, what is it, again tasma naraha vayam hantum. Dhartharashran swabandhava, right? Ki hai these are my relatives. Swajanam hi katam hatwa sukinah styaam madhava. When we kill our swajan, what is the benefit that we'll get? Even if they are criminals, rowdy people, no benefit will be derived <coughs> by killing our own clan. For that, we took the example of a criminal brother who could be detrimental for the society. What action would you take? And then he said, Yadhyapetenapashyanti Lobho Kulakshaye kritam dosham. Mitridrohe Chapatakam Again he is saying even though because of their lobe their wisdom is covered their vivek is covered they are not able to see the destruction of the clan and the Mitridro the friendship the betrayal of friendship that they are doing but in the next verse he says na we are not blinded we have full vivek we will not do such a thing we should not allow ourselves to be carried out carried away because we are not at all blind we can see the disaster which they cannot see And this is the biggest mistake we all make. We consider ourselves as full of virtues. We consider our habits as good. We consider our vision as complete and not clouded. We consider ourselves as the epitome of virtues. That is why Kabir said, till you are looking outwards, you would not be able to see your own voices. But when you look inwards, also the dilemma of eliminating your voices, and nurturing your virtues is going to take over why because of our conditioning and to break this conditioning is the most herculean task and for that what do we need acceptance 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 of who we are acceptance of ourselves Acceptance of our vices, acceptance of our virtues, acceptance of our weaknesses and strengths. Khud ko jaanye to sahi khud zaruri hai. Jai Shri Krishna, jai Shri Ram, jai Hanukha. Shri Krishna Govinda Hare Murari Hinata Nara and was Shri Krishna go Hare the Murari. He not in our and Shri Krishna go Hare the Murari. He not in our and He not in our and he not another Vasudeva Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Rama Lakshman Janaki Jai Bolo Hanumanaki Rama Lakshman Janaki Jai Bolo Hanumanaki Rama Lakshman Janaki Bolo Hanumanaki Bali Ki Jai Ram Jai Krishna